Rosie on the House is on the road from Arizona's Christmas City, Prescott. Rosie on the House is live from Jersey Lilies on Whiskey Row. And welcome to my house. It's Rosie on the House, where we've got a full bevy of guests here around the broadcast table here in the Jersey Lily Saloon on the Courthouse Square in Prescott. Romy's back at broadcast headquarters in the Valley. We're here covering the great state of Arizona on this official commencement of the holiday shopping season, the Christmas shopping season for all of you Arizona homeowners. It's our goal and objective to always do everything and anything we can do to become every Arizona homeowner's best friend. And in our tradition of doing that, we're up in Prescott the first Saturday of every Saturday for the Courthouse Tree Lighting, which will commence tonight at 6 o'clock. The parade is at 1 o'clock. If you're within driving distance of Prescott, come on up for the afternoon of activities. The Christmas parade will be at 1. That is a good, I think... uh, uh, Miss Heine said there were 80 floats this morning, so we're gonna we're gonna end up uh, 80 plus. We're gonna end up probably having a parade that lasts close to two hours. Santa will be at the steps of uh, the courthouse square, just below the Bucky O'Neill statue, talking and visiting with kids all afternoon. The high school choirs will be set up. The food trucks are set up. All the restaurants, all the stores around the square and throughout downtown Prescott are open. You can get up here and experience. Make this your Arizona family tradition, the start of the official Christmas season. Before we get started in the regular broadcast of the show and talking with my friend Tom Riley from Renovations, I'd like to bring in the new owners of Jersey Lily. We've been up here broadcasting for about 10 years uh, on this particular event. Let me introduce Josh and Susan McCrower. Thank you all for joining us this morning. And I just want to know one thing. There must have been a list of people 10 miles long that wanted this joint. How did y'all get to the top of the list to even get Tommy to even talk about? (laughs) How does that happen? Tommy and I have been friends for years, and um, so I knew him personally, and Josh approached him. and Approached him about two years ago, and uh, thereafter kind of let it go, and seven, eight months ago came back to him and said, hey, Tommy, can we talk again? And he told me, yeah, I'll think about it. And 20 minutes later, he called back and said, okay, let's let's meet later this afternoon. All right. And so y'all have done a few things just since you've been able to take ownership. You've moved a few walls, opened a few windows. What are your what are your plans? Will we see changes of the Jersey Lily? Um, most of the big changes that people are going to see are done. Okay. At, now we're going to start working on things in the background for the staff. Okay. Making their jobs a little easier. All right. We want to keep the tradition and the ambience of what it has currently and not change too much. Absolutely. Well, like I say, I don't know what you had to do to move the very top list of what had to be a very long line of people that were watching this establishment for a lot of years because it has been a Prescott landmark for years. Yes, it has. There's a lot of great customers that are coming up, and we still appreciate them coming up here and see us now. Absolutely. Well, Josh and Susan, congratulations on being the new proprietors of the Jersey Lily Saloon in Prescott, and many years of much success. Thank, Thank you. you. You take good care of all your customers, all right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Very good. Uh, sitting also here at the table with us is Tom Riley. Tom, again, thanks for joining us this morning. Always a pleasure, Rosie. And appreciate you coming in from uh, the, 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 the ranch. The hinterlands. Yes. Were you all freezing out there this morning? 
I was 27. You were right there, huh? When we went down to go feed. Yeah. Well, well, I understand tomorrow is going to supposed to turn really chilly. That's okay. We're ready for it. All right. All right. Well, we've been here this particular weekend in sweaters. Uh, we've been here this particular weekend in T-shirts. And we've been here this particular weekend completely wrapped up and uh, fighting, fighting the snowstorms. Welcome to Prescott. <laughs> All right, Tom Riley of Renovations. Tom, tell us a little bit about your background here in the area. Oh, my. Um, I first came to this area back in 1979, and uh, in 1983, I started uh, a business with my dad up here doing construction work. Uh, 1984 and 1985, I got my architectural license and uh, opened up a construction company and an architectural company. Then after a stint on the Prescott City Council in the 90s, in the early 2000s, uh, I started a, a company, realized that most of the work that I was doing was remodeling, so I thought I'd embrace the horror and uh, <laughs> get out there. And uh, I had one company, I merged everything into one company and called it Renovations, your complete remodel resource, and we've been focusing on residential remodel work since 2002. Yell office, three blocks off the square. Yep, on Alarkin Street. We've had that office since uh, 2001. And Alarkin, what is that? It's actually the name of the Spanish general, Alarcon. And, uh, but around here we call it Alarkin. Okay. It's like Prescott instead of Prescott. Yes, exactly. All right. So Renovations is Rosie certified, and uh, we were fortunate to meet each other. I guess that has to go back about 10 years ago, I would think. Pretty close to it. Yeah. And very fortunate to meet you as one of the first remodelers uh, we met and when we migrated the show up here into the Prescott area in Yavapai County area. And uh, just it's been a real honor to get to know you and the work that you do. We send a lot of our uh, Arizona, Phoenix area residents that have second homes up here are always looking for who, who up there can take care of me the way y'all have always taken care of us down here in the valley. So... A lot of those kind of residents, but also a lot of local residents. Well, uh, we have a combination of both, and uh, thank you for that. We're, we're in good company. There's no question about that. Um, taking care of your clients down there up here. We love it. Second homes, uh, we do a lot of second homes. Um, updating them, maintaining them, making sure that uh, when folks want it opened in the spring, we can take care of all that, keep an eye on it during the wintertime, putting in a new kitchen. You know, fixing this bedroom, fixing that, doing all this kind of stuff. We do a lot of work like that. And uh, we, we enjoy the work that we do here, design, build. We do both as being an architect and a general contractor. We enjoy doing that. I enjoy following something from, you know, soup to nuts, A to Z, all the way through. We can take it from an idea all the way through to here's your key. And uh, we enjoy doing that. And we have a good, good team. Of, it's taken me many years to try, as you well know, to assemble a team of people that are good, that carry through with the ideals that, and the principles that you want to have carried through in your business. Uh, we've got a great team together of um, sales, design, uh, construction, administration, uh, just throughout the entire, running the whole gamut. And it's, uh, it's taken a while, but got a great team out there. Well, it's only only uh, good fortune that we didn't get to know earlier. It was here in Prescott. Uh, I met Jennifer, and I was coming up here to actually look for a summer job because I was tired of working construction in the Valley. And an architect there referred me to a contractor up here and said, I know he's hiring, he's looking, go up there and meet with him for lunch. 
and uh, Jennifer decided to jump in the car and ride with me. We we rode up here. I dropped Jennifer off in the square. I went and met the man. We visited. Uh, he hired me. I came back to the square. I told Jennifer, well, I'll be moving up here for the summer. We visited for a few more minutes, and we were just basically friends at that point, uh, acquaintances. And uh, she says, uh, somehow, somewhere, I don't remember how it happened, but you snuck a kiss in there somewhere. And we were a little more than acquaintances. <laughs> Thank you very much. It was We've been right, dating for a couple months. It, it was right there in the shadow of the Bucky O'Neill. You've got to watch him with his stories, It's Tom. a Bucky O'Neill statue. And I don't even remember the name of the contractor. I never called him back to take the job. I worked all summer long down in Phoenix where Jennifer was. Well, I can certainly understand that. Oh, and if I could give a shout-out, uh, my daughter and now future son-in-law Watch got en- out. Got engaged just the other night, and we're just excited. Mary and Sean, if you're listening out there, Godspeed. And the ceremony will be where? Do we know yet? Any of those kind of details flush no, up yet? Not yet. Okay. But it's all, all going to be local here. Well, we don't know about that either. They're thinking that they might want to do something remote. Oh, okay. And he called you first. All right. Yes, he did. That's a good guy. He did. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. He's a good man. Yeah. He's definitely a good man, and... Uh, Basically said, well, I'm, I'm going to pop the question. Hope you're okay with it. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, back in 1976, when I first came up here looking for work, there was a labor shortage then. And guys and contractors up here were looking for good people. And, uh, boy, I know enough of putting my ear to the wind about what the labor market is pretty much statewide. But, boy, you guys are in a bind here as well. Well, everybody's in a bind. And as you know, with the national contacts that we both have, um, this is not something that's just isolated to Arizona. It's throughout the country. Finding qualified help now is difficult enough. After the downturn, a lot of qualified help took on jobs in institutions where, quite frankly, their, their job security was a little bit better. Right. And you can't blame them for that. I mean, right. I would have done the same thing. Uh, but now those people, the labor force that was here is no longer here, and it's very difficult to find people and to have people that uh, can really do the work. You've got to pay more money. You've got to have some more benefits in there. So there's a lot of things that, that have changed, and it's, it's difficult now. The thing, the thing that I like to look forward to and something that we're working on is that um, if we look at what, how difficult it is now, there are no 20- and 30-somethings that are filling in the, the blanks. I mean, everybody that's working for me is a boomer, and they're going to be done here in a little bit. And uh, I think it was the, uh, the Association of General Contractors in the United States has said that um, by the year 2020, they're expecting that there'll be 30 million unfilled construction jobs in the United States. What's that going to do to wage pressure? Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, in, the, in this great recession, we saw it residentially. We saw it in multifamily. We saw it commercial first. But uh, the, the pressure that it put on wages, what we're having to pay a great, capable man or woman to put in a truck and run a couple jobs at one time uh, confidently, uh, uh, safely, uh, on time, on budget, uh, maintaining the client relationships that we like, maintaining the fit and finish we like. We've seen that rate go up in our environment as much as 30 and 35 and 40 percent just in the last four to five years. Yeah, that's... 
your environment isn't that far off from our environment. It is. Well, we're going to be back more with Tom Riley right after this from Renovations, the Rosie Certified Full Service Design Build Remodeling Contractor in Yavapai County. That's from a recording we made Thursday night at a party we had a couple hundred of our closest friends that we were at the Museum of Musical Instruments, and we were celebrating the commemoration of our 30th year broadcast. So those were just a couple crazy guys from KTAR. Hint uh, of the party, I you must can say. Jim Knapp and Ryan Hatch. If you'd like to book them, you'll have to contact our agency, <laughs> rosieonthehouse.com, for all future engagements. <laughs> we'll have to. Uh, you, you can see that entire video. We put it on our Facebook. It's uh, a lot of fun. Very good. Well, I'm here with Tom Riley from Renovations, our Rosie Certified uh, Design Build Remodeling Contractor in the Prescott area. And we're here taking calls. If you've got a project you'd like to tackle before the holidays, one 767 4348 will put you right in touch with me and Tom. And I understand we have Barbara with a call on a particular project. Can we bring Barbara into the conversation? Apparently not. Oh. <laughs> we'll get her back on the line. All right. Uh, the, apparently, there was an issue where her front door wouldn't open. So there's several questions I've got to ask about that. But, Tom, you and I were talking just before the break about the tremendous labor shortage and what we're going to have as that continues to move forward. It just it doesn't have a good short-term solution to it as we're looking forward to in the short term and the midterm. It's really only going to get worse because I don't know how busy you are, but I'm asking people right now to wait as long as six weeks to see me for the first appointment. I mean, it's just it's crazy right now. Well, crazy is good. And, uh, yeah, we're just as crazy too. But locally what we're trying to do, I'm working with the Yavapai County Contractors Association and uh, the executive director there, Sandy Griffiths, and we are trying to work with the local college, um, community college, uh, to reestablish some of their vocational training programs. We also want to talk with the local unified school districts and see if we can't get some shop, member shop. Oh, I do. Yes. Yeah. I do. You know, the shop doesn't exist anymore. Well, let's get shop back in there. And it's a culture that we're trying to change. Uh, we're trying to change the thinking that, uh, and I'm just as guilty as everybody else, that if you want to have a good job, you've got to go to college. Well, it ain't so. And uh, if you want to have a good job, there's lots of jobs out there. I tell the parable of uh, two students. Two students graduating high school, same year. One has a college track. The other one gets into the trades. Four years later down the road, the one with the college track is probably about $70,000, $80,000 in debt. Maybe they can get a job in their field. The other one has worked his way through an apprenticeship program, is probably at a journeyman level now, and is probably making fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a year and has no debt. Yeah. I've got, I've got several job descriptions that our Rosie on the House vendors are sending me from around the state saying, Rosie, if there's any way you could fill this spot or this spot. And I'm looking at one right now for one of our remodeling contractors that actually works on foundation repair, and he actually works all across the state. 
but for anyone with an experienced project manager experience. Uh, this is a position that the good, that's going to put you in a company vehicle. Uh, of course, you're going to have all the benefits. And I'm talking, we're putting somebody in the position at almost six figures. Yeah, that's... You can make good money in this industry. And, and and see the country and work with your hands and meet some of the greatest people. I tell people all the time, people want to know, what is, what's the thing you like about remodeling? Well, one of the things I like about remodeling is I've been in the homes of celebrities. I've been in the homes of professional athletes. I've been in the homes of uh, Fortune 100 CEOs and CEOs, CFOs, and just getting to know these people on a first-name basis. I mean, you're basically moving in with them for the duration of the project. And these are some of the greatest people. I've learned some of my greatest lessons just from some of my greatest clients. Well, we learn a lot from our clients, so we really enjoy it, The meeting all kinds of people um, up and down. We have a... a you, you know a guild quality, yeah. And, and uh, we've been members of that now for five years. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they do is we have all of our clients go through guild quality, and they get to talk about us, and we get to we get to listen. And right now we're running at about a ninety-seven to ninety-eight percent. Um, success. And what I want to do is I want to introduce the Roselle Nows listeners to the concept of Gill Quality because there are a lot of referral networks out there that have the opportunity to post testimonies. But this is the the Roselle on the House testimonies through Gill Quality are truly they're authenticated and they're third party. So unlike Correct. other unnamed referral directories that can manipulate the testimonies or move them around or diminish the bad ones and raise up the good ones, that doesn't happen at Rosie on the House. So guild quality is going to be that level, that standard of testing that we're going to submit every Rosie on the House partner to throughout the state of Arizona. So y'all watched Arizona homeowners for the guild quality you know, standard. And, and with that... Like Tom mentioned, if he he listens back, so you get to hear about maybe what could be improved on, and we get to see those as well. So it just helps us all to be accountable for good customer service. We're here at Rosie on the House. And we've got a couple callers online. Uh, we're broadcasting remotely, so we had one small technical difficulty. But when we get back, Tom Riley of Renovations and myself, Rosie. We'll take calls at one triple eight seven six seven forty three forty eight, and as well talk about other challenges of the home remodeling industry that you, the Arizona homeowner, need to be aware of. And welcome back to Rosie on the House. I'm here with Tom Riley of Renovations, Rosie Certified Full Service Design Build Remodeling Company. In Prescott, Arizona, operating just off the square on Alarkin. We're here taking your calls. If you've got a project you'd like to talk to us about around your house, home, castle, or cabin, give us a ring at one 767 Let's go to someone who's been waiting for a few minutes, Miss Barbara. Thank you for being patient. Welcome to my house, Rosie on the house. How can we help you? Hi, Rosie. I've been listening to you for 15 years, and i got a problem with my front door. Okay. All right. <laughs> I hope it hasn't been a problem for 15 years. Heck no. I, I, <laughs> the problem is getting somebody out to look at it. All right. Um, I can't open it. 
at all? At all. Like it's really hard to do it, or you can't do it at all. I can't. I can't unlock the lock. It's a. It's a fifteen-year-old door. Uh, we live here in Quail Creek. It's a Robeson community. Okay. And I went to their office and asked them. You know, told them my situation, and they gave me Lauterbach and Sons yeah. uh, number, and they told me that they couldn't get to me for over a month. So they gave me two guys, um, home repair and uh, remodeling outfit. Neither one of them. Well, one of them called me back and never showed up. The other guy <laughs> never called back. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're, we're, we're hearing a lot of this. So, of course, Quail Creek is down uh, on the approach to beautiful Green Valley. Exactly. Yeah, how, and you've been down there for 15 years? Yes, sir. Brand, we bought brand new here when it was just all desert. There was nothing yeah. here. And yeah, my were, door you... is it's got a about three quarters of it has a is a stained glass panel in the okay. in the door itself. But I can't okay. unlock the lock. If I go outside and try to lift the door, the door faces east. I'm assuming it's warped, um, or uh, maybe from monsoon season with the uh, you know being wet. I just don't know what the problem is. All right, so. Tom, how do you want to talk her through this? I've got a couple ideas myself. How would you get her to get the front door open? Well, the first question I ask is, what is the door made out of? Wood. Is it wood? Yes. Okay, it's wood at face east, and uh, that's always problematic. With a big glass panel. Right. So it's, right. <clears throat> so it's heavy. Yeah, it's going to be heavy. It's not the kind of thing. And you're saying you can't even turn. I'm assuming you say that you can't unlock the lock. That's the thumb latch? Exactly. Okay. It's, More it's, than a, likely. it's not a thumb latch. It's a well. It, it's um, the lock itself is a, a double cylinder. Is a turn. Uh, it's a deadbolt. That that's a deadbolt, and then the the door knob itself is a uh, uh, not a round one. It's a latch. So both are sticking. Well, I can I can you, I can. You don't know which get, one is sticking. I can get the latch to work, but I can't get the. Um, deadbolt lock to unlock at all if okay. i go outside and i try to lift the door and my husband is on the inside sometimes i can get it but then i can't close it <laughs> so it's a problem i don't when usually people if you check their doors before they go to bed and i don't have to worry about that front door nobody getting in there <laughs> nobody getting in there well the 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 weight of the door barbara has uh -huh. settled against what we call the strike jam, the jam where your deadbolt actually goes in. So right. there's a couple things you could do. Tom, what she's doing is lifting it from the outside, taking the pressure off the deadbolt, off the latch mechanism is the key. Right. The you problem have to is take my husband is 86 and I'm 75, and he's not able-bodied to do that. We built a house in Colorado single-handedly uh, uh, in Evergreen, Colorado, Oh, but, nice. Yeah, beautiful. But, uh, you know, he's no longer able to, to do physical things. Okay. The, the fix for something like this, there's the multiple possibilities in terms of the fixes for this. But clearly you're going to need to get a craftsman out there that is going to be able to figure out what's causing it, if it's the jam settling, if it's the hinges on the door that are not secured. There's a variety of different things, and some of, some of these fixes may be as simple as lowering the strike plate, you know, to take, a, take that into account. So it may be a very, very simple fix, 
or it could be fairly complicated. You really need to have somebody come out there, and you need to get somebody down there. Do you know anybody in Tucson? That yeah, we'll we'll give her John Ruder at Assurance Builders, and I know John's busy as well. But, Miss Barbara, I would like you to lean on John, and I'll lean on John to see if we can't get somebody down there. A lot of times what we do is get the front door open, and we find out that all we need to do is go into that top hinge and retract one of the screws that goes into the rough buck, the skeleton, the structural skeleton of the house. We'll take that inch, inch and a half, maybe two, two and a half inch screw out, and we'll actually reset it with one or two, four, four and a half inch screws, which actually then takes the top of the door back in alignment. I'm guessing that if we closed that door and backed away from the door, we would see the crack at the top of the door go from very, very tight over on the hinge side to gradually getting wider and wider and wider over to the strike side. And what we need to do is we need to pull that strike side back up so it's not resting so heavy back on the latch plates of the deadbolt and the latch itself. Once we get that tightened back up and straightened back up, you're probably going to be just fine. It's probably something a carpenter can take care of in less than a half hour. Of course, the commute time is going to work a little bit against you down there in beautiful Green Valley. You and I will both work on John Reuter, see if we can't get one of his guys down there to run down there one evening uh, and get that taken care of you. I certainly appreciate you giving us a call. It's a very, very typical situation for a heavy front door that's 15 years old. That top hinge screw is just beginning to back out enough to lose the support, to carry the weight of a door that particular heavy. It's a beautiful area down there. Oh, it's gorgeous down there. My yeah. wife and I love it down there. Oh, man. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that I'm dealing with when I'm out visiting with folks is we're – I don't think a lot of homeowners – are being given the full weight of operating 100% legally in the world of remodeling. It isn't what it used to be. I go out on a sales call and I let people know, you know, if your home was built prior to 83, by law, we have to test it for asbestos. It was built before 78, we we have to lead test it. And, and there are costs involved in that. And I can't put an estimate for your house together until I know if it has lead or asbestos. And I'm the only one ever mentioning that. No, you're not. The homeowner. Oh, no, I mean in my area. In my area. But homeowners look at me and say, Rosie, we've had four other contractors here. There isn't a one of them that are asking us to spend money for testing this house. And, you know, we run into that quite a bit, and that's the difference between, you know, what we do, the, the professional remodelers versus the people who just know a little bit about remodeling and get in there and do it. We call it Chuck in the truck. Right. You know, and uh, one of the things that we're finding is that uh, people who want to have that professional level, uh, they, they call us and they appreciate the fact that these are the things that we're doing to, to protect them. I mean, as far as lead testing is concerned, I mean, I'm not going to retire to Cabo because I right. take it for lead. Right, right. I mean, it's not that expensive a deal. But uh, in realizing that these safety issues, not only the asbestos, radon, uh, lead testing, you know, then there's also the, you and I had that conversation earlier about, you know, the OSHA regulations. People think, you know, OSHA's for uh, commercial. Big that's for the hospital right. construction job. No, they're, they're walking around now and they're looking for everything from 
roofers being tied off, ladders being tied off. They're going through remodeling stuff, and it takes a lot of attention and a lot of work to try to be 100% safe. And, of course, we want everybody to come home at night, you know, and uh, be safe and enjoy their family. And in order for us to be able to do that, it's a partnership that you have not only with your the work, the people of your workforce, but it's also your subcontractors. And a lot of folks don't realize it that, uh, you know, if, if I hire a roofer and that roofer's up on the roof and that roofer isn't tied off, you know, and God forbid that roofer falls, you know, I'm out of business. Right. And it, I get I get even though it's another company and you told the guy to do it and you gave him all the tools to do it with and he still refused to do it, you know, you're liable. Right. Uh, you, the, whoever is the general on the job owns the owns the job site that's for sure people ask me all the time rosie we'd really like to use you but it 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 just your your numbers just a little bit sometimes they say a lot bit yeah a lot (laughs) lot higher beyond the other numbers we're getting and all i ask them is i say well you know what i have a little bit more exposure than a lot of the remodelers that you may be talking to and it wouldn't do me well for it to end up in the press that some OSHA violation occurred on Rosie's jobs. So just of all the contractors you're talking to, just ask them, will their jobs be 100% OSHA compliant? Oh, that's a great question. (laughs) And you'll find, and and it also helps with clients too, because there are people out there who, you know, simply want to get the job done. They want their, they want you in, they want you out, and that's fine. Um, but we're not going to be your guys. Well, and then the other dimension of just sales tax. I, I would tell you that in my visiting remodeling contractors across the state of Arizona, Arizona legislatures, listen to me here, all have so complicated the sales tax issue. I'm telling you there is approximately an 80 to 100% non-compliance when it comes to sales tax. You talk through how complicated paying sales tax is for remodelers. How much time we got? It, you've got uh, about a minute and a half. <clears throat> well, I really don't want to talk about sales tax if I have to for a minute and a half. <laughs> there's, there's three or four different ways of going about it. It's very, very complicated. It has to do with the relationship of the cost of the job versus the value of the house as to how you're going to charge sales tax and those issues. And it all comes in with the whole idea was that they were trying to make it so that when you buy a two-by-four in Prescott, the sales tax stays in Prescott. Well, that ain't working. It's broken still. It's and really broken. It, it's, it's, it's gotten so bad, and quite frankly, the state legislature should be embarrassed by this. They should be beyond embarrassed. Now, the, the dilemma is that they went to contractors to help rewrite what this fix is supposed to be. That fix got written, got turned into the attorneys, and this is what came out of the committee. <clears throat> they started out wanting a horse, and they ended up with a camel. Oh, man. I did that. And, and, and I deal with the same issue. Again, I, talk, I start talking about sales tax to the prospects that I'm visiting with in their living room. And they say, Rosie, nobody's even talking to it. Nobody's talking about charging me sales tax. Why are you charging me sales tax? Yeah, exactly. A lot of people don't even talk about it. But, you know, the whole thing, um, it all comes down to the ability for you to be able to provide a professional-level service, a complete service for people. And uh, a lot of folks appreciate that, and a lot of folks don't care. 
Yeah. Do you want it? Do you want it right from beginning to end, from top to bottom, or you just want it partially right so you can show off to your neighbors and not really care what's behind the hidden screen, behind the curtain? So we're fighting with this all the time, Tom. I can't thank you enough for coming in and joining us here and visiting with us. Congratulations on all you and Sandy at YCCA are doing and trying to recruit the the labor force of the future. And that's exactly one of the things I want to say, folks out there. You know, if you have ideas, if you have thoughts about how we might be able to do this, feel free to give us a call um, at renovations or to call Sandy at uh, the YCCA. We're going to be working on this. We're not letting go. Uh, this is something that uh, we're like dog and a bone on this deal. And this isn't just part-time summer work for people that are looking for work. These are career opportunities. Yes, they are. And they're good career opportunities. They are great career opportunities. Again, Tom Riley, the Rosie Certified Full Service Design Build Remodeling Company operating in Prescott and the Yavapai County areas. What, what don't you do? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're taking care of a lot of people's second homes, aren't you, off-season? Yes, we are. All right. Tom Riley at Renovation. You can give him a ring and let him know you heard him right here at Rosie on the House. On a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning. Hope you all have enjoyed today's program. We've had it packed full on all over the state. Rosie's in Prescott for the annual Parade and courthouse lighting. We'll be up there this afternoon for the lighting. Great time. They get out on the courthouse square right about 6 o'clock. They do the reading of the uh, Christmas story. We sing some carols, and they do a countdown, light it up, and it's it's really gets the whole mood, and, and it's a, for the Christmas season. Because in Arizona, you have to make it look like Christmas because it never really feels like Christmas. You know, we've, we've got the snow and ingrained, and it's got to be cold, and there's a lot of a lot of the state that you never get that feel. So to go get the look, it's a great place to go and bring the kids. Uh, we're in studio down here with John Bordozic of Homezada, one of the co-founders of you know what what we feel is is the future of home ownership. If you own a home, you need two things in Arizona. You need Rosie on the house and you need Homezada. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We've been talking through it. It's a Almost all in one, and I say almost because the contractor referral network for Rosie on the House, in our opinion, now completes the entire thing. So you've got all this digital assets that you can inventory your home, you can manage projects, maintenance, and we're going to talk about the financing and resale value of it because a well-maintained home is a higher value, and it's going to move faster. And if your market is at a home where – uh, you're selling it to a business executive or professional, somebody that doesn't do the maintenance of their home, they themselves, they don't want to come in to a money trap or something that they're going to have to spend a ton of money to get up to date. If you keep it up to date and you've got all these great records of all the maintenance you've done, all the uh, appliances you have that are how old they are, their warranties, I mean, you're walking, you know exactly what you're walking into. It's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, you know, it's the, what I call the long-term value of Homesada. You know, many people may not be planning to sell their house, but you never know five, 10 years from now. And if you've been using Homesada all along the way, you've got the PDF of that new roof that got put on five years. It still has 15 years left on the warranty. And we never know what life's going to bring. And one thing we always encourage people to do is live in your home as if you're going to sell it tomorrow. Be ready to go to market tomorrow because sometimes that happens. But if you have that mindset, the 
the the the order you keep your home in and and the condition is immaculate. Yeah, and it works two ways because um, one, all that uh, project maintenance and inventory information, you can actually use it to market your home because you're trying to differentiate your home from the home down the street that doesn't have any maintenance or project records at all. So you can almost create like an online brochure of your house. And then we kind of call it like Carfax for your house. If I'm the buyer who buys this home that has a home's auto profile, I can inherit a copy of that as a digital history so that I move in. I already know that there's still 15 years left on the roof warranty that was done five years ago. Here's the contractor that did that. Here's the maintenance schedule, all that kind of good stuff. All that kind of good stuff. You could even look at the maintenance schedule ahead of time and say, man, this house is way too much work for me. <laughs> I'm moving on. Yep. <laughs> or, hey, this is exactly what I was looking for in the home I wanted to purchase because uh, you could take it. We're talking the home, but you could extend it to your garden and your lawn and your trees and all the different things you need to do to maintain your landscape. Yeah, absolutely. It's both indoor and outdoor. People who live on larger estates, you could have multiple structures. You can have, you know, a barn, a an out, um, you know, pool house, whatever the case may be. And uh, a lot of our customers really love the finance piece because people are always wondering, what's my house worth? The system basically updates the value of your house every quarter. We even give you a three-year forecast over what we think your house could be worth in the next three years and even calculate your, excuse me, your home equity. Um, so we basically calculate your full mortgage and estimate how much is remaining on your balance on your mortgage and show you that equity, which is a huge component over how banks determine whether they're going to give you a home equity loan or not. Which is huge if you're a new homeowner or you use your equity to maintain big big ticket items. You know, the air conditioning units can be 25000 depending on the size of your home, for a complete modern state-of-the-art high sear unit completely installed with new ductwork. I mean, that's... I don't know about you. I don't have 25 laying around to just go pull the trigger, you know, tomorrow to do that. That's going to take a, a couple of weeks to put that together to, to finance that. And a lot of people, especially first time home buyers, don't understand the cost to keep a home well maintained. This can help them up front understand what they're doing and be ready for those expenses when they come down the road. You mentioned the roof. I've got 15 years left on the warranty and here's what it costs then. Well, I know that in about 15 years, I'm going to be looking at this expense again. So you can start saving for it now and not be stuck in the real time going, how am I going to pay for this roof? I've got water coming through and I, I had no idea this was coming. <laughs> yeah, first time homeowners really love the product because when they buy the house, they usually have about ten to f- five to 10 projects that they want to do, but they can't afford to do them yet. So they use the tool to kind of plan out, oh, I want a new patio, I want a new deck. Um, you know, I want it to do a man cave, <laughs> whatever the case may be. Uh, you can really list out all those projects and really help you plan for, you know, how you want to spend it on which priority of which projects you want to execute on. Also great for managing an aging in place. Uh, if you've got parents that you maintain their home, go to rosieonthehouse.com, click login. It's a $60 annual subscription to the future of home ownership in the digital era, the Home Zada account. We'll see y'all next Saturday right here at 7 a.m. sharp for Rosie on the house.